Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Selves. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm here with Tom Palladino today, and we are going to discuss the miracle of scalar light. But before we swing into that, I would like to invite you to get to know a little miracle of your own, which is your own self, your own personal connection into the divine. And uh, I'd like to give you a little window into that with a quiz that I've created. It's called superpowerquiz.us. And for 60 seconds of your time, you can learn what your particular spiritual gifts are, what your strongest gift is in this world. So take a moment, go to superpowerquiz.us and find out what miracles are contained inside of you. So Tom to come back to our guest and get him introduced, is a researcher and humanitarian who seeks to make a difference in the world by providing people with the education and tools to restore optimal health and by helping to advance their quality of life. Tom began research with scalar energy during his undergraduate years after developing a deep admiration for the father of scalar energy research and knowledge, Nikola Tesla. He was also able to study the work of a man called Hieronymus, who continued research on scalar energy. Hieronymus' major contribution included the unbinding of the DNA-RNA bonds of microbes by plaguing, that were plaguing the agricultural industry and thereby rendering them harmless. The existence of this energy not found with it... <laughs> <laughs> My tongue's all tied up today. The existence of such energy, not found within the electromagnetic spectrum, fascinated Tom, and inspired by these findings, he pursued a course of independent study seeking to better understand and subsequently harness scalar energy through the development of an instrument called scalar light. Welcome, Tom. I'm excited to have you back on the show today. And I thank you for the invitation once again. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Well, and I think it's a really timely discussion to be having because I know health is on the minds of a lot of people, what with COVID having its its recent resurgence again and the additional mutations that are coming out and everybody's sitting with a lot of questions about, well, what can I do? What can I try? And I know conversations that go on online, this kind of thing, I recommend to people when they're looking at things to just truth test it, do some muscle testing. Is this something that's appropriate for you? Is this a step to take for you today? Um, because that's your direct connection into the divine. And that way you don't have to worry about, well, are is this, you know, vetted information? Is this something that's trying to be suppressed by the the patriarchy or, or whatever your, your boogeyman is, you know, just put all that aside and do your muscle testing, right? <laughs> So, um, and it's particularly timely in my life in that I had a brother-in-law who passed away last week from COVID. So, you know, it's kind of in the forefront of our minds at this moment. So what's going on in the scalar energy world around this sort of thing today? Uh, everything. And why do I say that? Well, scalar energy is, is the energy from God. It's sunlight and starlight. 
it's everywhere. So I'm working with an energy spectrum. It's not electricity. It's a different energy spectrum, some called zero-point energy. And I frankly believe that this energy is our future. This is the technology of the future. This is why I've devoted my career to this. And again, I, I say without equivocation, this is the game changer. This is the new technology on the horizon. We'll just discover some of the things that you can do with scalar energy in the next few minutes. Absolutely, which kind of opens a whole big door. <laughs> but before we go into that, take me back a little while. You mentioned as an undergraduate, you started to become aware of this energy spectrum. So how did this awareness sort of develop? And how did you know you were like on the track? I know the soul leaves breadcrumbs. So I'm curious about your breadcrumbs. <laughs> I, I really had two a academic careers. I love college. I love to study. And, and God bless the professors that taught me. But my other academic career is private research. And you have to do that in order to follow people like Nikola Tesla. Now, what's my point? I am following in the footsteps in many ways of this great scientist, Nikola Tesla. Tesla's work is not embraced by academia. The yes. work of Nikola Tesla and other scalar energy researchers is not embraced. It's not promulgated um, by academia. So my other academic career, that of uh, looking into and trying to discover the, the underpinnings of scalar energy is really just a private uh, research on my part. It's just, it, it's, if you will, a, a, a movement that I've had to spearhead in order to follow the work of Nikola Tesla and to follow up in some way with his research and another great American inventor, but a man by the name of Hieronymus. Tesla and Hieronymus are the two exemplars, are the two experts of scalar energy. But I can't stress this enough, you're not going to read about them in college. And in, in the, there's a dearth of literature about both men. It's a shame. Great scientists, but for whatever reason, their, their work was suppressed. Yeah, well, the establishment likes to defend itself. And so you will find that people who are pressing the boundaries <laughs> will frequently be pushed out. At least that's been my experience um, because of a variety of egocentric reasons and politics and Lord knows what all else. <laughs> yeah. yes. Absolutely. Right. So... Let me ask you, you said you've had two careers. Was it like you had one and then you switched to the other? Have you been able to kind of work these in parallel? You know, I, uh, I would say after 14 or 15 years at the collegiate level, I had to say goodbye to academia and I had to do this on my own. And I'm, I, I have nothing against academia. They, that gave me the foundation to work upon. But in order to pursue scalar energy research, get used to it, you're going to be alone. Yeah, I've been alone for the past 30 years. <clears throat> After I, I uh, left academia, if you will, and took this road less traveled, believe me, I have been alone. Oh, yeah. I know of no other, scalar no other scalar energy researchers helped me, and not to their fault. There are so few scalar energy researchers. So I'm one of the pioneers in this science today, scalar science, scalar light science. You know, and I have no misgiving about that statement. And, and frankly, I, I would not expect it to be any other way. When you're a pioneer, when you're at the vanguard of a movement, get used to it. 
You, you yeah. really, you're the spear point. Okay. You, you, you are the tip of the spear, get used to it. And so I'm the trailblazer. Uh, one of the few trailblazers, I think in, in the present day society, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I have yeah. no, I have no regrets. It's it's not an easy place to be in, and and thank God we're in the society we're in right now because um, some of the Galileo and some of the people who made major shifts in science actually paid with their lives. It was yes. only generations <laughs> later that scientists looked back and went. Well, he really had something going on there, and he was the one that made sense, not the guys around him. And so frequently when you're on the cutting edge of something big, it won't be recognized in your lifetime. It's, it's an unfortunate fact. You're right, exactly. And, and we see Tesla was a great example. One of the greatest minds that ever lived, Nikola Tesla, one of the greatest, if not the greatest inventor of all time. He was absolutely positively prolific. Oh, amazing what he had accomplished. And to this day, after 100 years of, of him presenting his work, to this day, we, we are still are mystified. We don't know what, he's do, what he was doing. In many ways, it's because he was working with scalar energy the latter part of his life. He was no longer working with AC electricity. And if you just focus in on that narrow subject of AC electricity, that's wonderful. But AC electricity cannot explain scalar phenomena. No, absolutely. That is, that is very interesting. So what was kind of your sign to you that it was time to step out of academia and step onto this road less traveled? Uh, I, I would say it was uh, in my mid-30s, and I said to myself, well, you could, you could stay with uh, uh, the, the collegiate career, and you could repeat what's been done and follow up with what's been done and what is broadly accepted, or you could take that road that is less traveled. And I, I chose the, the latter. And I, I'm happy I did so. And uh, it just came to a point where y you realize if you're going to make any headway, you, you got to jump into the pool. Yeah. You've gotta, you, you, you just can't sample the water with your toe. You've got to jump into the pool. And I jumped into the water. And I'm happy for it, uh, and I'm, I'm the better for it. And, you know, this is my career path. This is my, my life purpose. So it's, um, you've heard this before a million times, you know, whether it's go for it or, or live your dream or, or, you know, experience life to the fullest. I've lived my dream. I've lived my dream. Yeah. So if you were to compare the two paths, the before and the after, Mm -hmm. What was it like for you inside of yourself when you were on the really logical collegiate <laughs> path? And, right. and what was it like once you decided to step <laughs> off onto this road less traveled? Because I think our soul speaks to us through our emotional that's, landscape. Yeah, that, that's a good point. If, if you look at the, uh, the collegiate career, if you look at that collegiate setting, everything is laid out before you. The campus, the curriculum. You, you, you could buy a textbook or you could buy a computer program. Now, with Scalar, you start at scratch. You start with, with a blank page. Yes. And that's what's intimidating to so many people. You know, they, they want something to, to hang their hat on. Well, when you start off with a brand new science, so to speak, or it's, it's a new and evolving science, yeah. an emerging science, you start off with a blank sheet of paper. And for some people, that's too much. For some people, that's 
uh, they, they want something that they can relate to. I understand yeah. that. It's, it's every- nice to have something to push against, right? Because you've You're got right. to build your tools to do your experiments, to get things done. You've got to write right. your software. You've got to do the whole yes. business. It's yes. like deciding you're going to fly to Seattle and they give you a bag of bolts and some aluminum on the on the takeoff runway. Here, <laughs> go for it. Put your plane together. <laughs> precisely, precisely. And this is why, you know, uh, no, no, I'm not casting aspersions here, but this is why some people, this is just not for them. They want a nice nine to five job with a steady paycheck and they do not want to have to worry about how how they're going to pay their bills or how they're going to come up with the next discovery. So sadly, our modern day society really frowns upon uh, what I would say groundbreaking research. It's, mm-hmm. it's got to, in other words, Sophia, it's got to pay for itself. You know, yeah, of, and they want it to pay for itself like right now. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And, and, and if you look at a lot of inventions, these are long-term affairs. This this is not going to happen lickety-split. And, you know, Tessa, to, to this day, we're still trying to figure out what he did, and it might take another 100 years, but the, the benefits will be incredible. But if you expect immediate gratification or, or if you have a board of directors saying, produce, 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 we want to see a profit, forget yeah, it. Yeah, we, we gave you $100,000. Yeah. We're expecting two back and like next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I say this to many people, and I'm not saying this to be snide. This is why so much of research today is, is really stifled because so much of it depends upon the bottom line and upon turning a profit quickly, quickly. There's, a, there's brilliant minds out there, but they don't have the financing to do what they need to do. Well, and the other thing is the intellectual property protections are not set up to allow for a long runway either. My right. husband is in drug development and it takes a while to get from, from concept to testing, to knowing you've got something, to putting it through clinical trials. And by the time you've done all of that, you've got maybe five years left on the end of your patent. Yes. It's no wonder drugs are so freaking expensive. Right. You know, yeah. and so the system is set up to be really fast and you need to pay it off quickly or they're not interested. You're right. Yeah. That's a shame. It is a shame. It is a shame because then things that do need attention and support, like these things they call orphan diseases, don't get the attention that they deserve either because the market's not there to pay for the investment in the research. And yeah. so, yeah, there are a lot of ways our conventional medicine system are, are screwed up. So let's, let's shift a little bit and let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about scalar light and what that can do for people. Sure. Well, scalar light, I'm working with custom-built instruments. A scalar energy instrument is custom-built. Why? It's it's never been done before, with the exception of of Tesla, Hieronymus, and a few others. By the way, all of those great men, those luminaries, are deceased. Yeah, it's not like you can go out and and order something from Tesla at this point. They're they're gone. You you can look at their notes, and you can try to understand what, what they were trying to achieve, but... You, you can't go anywhere in the world to, to build this instrument. You have to do it on your own. You, have, exactly. you really have to rely upon God's intuition, God's, God's uh, knowledge. So 
Um, I do work with a brilliant engineer and um, uh, we have been able to build scalar energy instruments. And with that, we're able to control matter. That's nice. one of the features of scalar energy. Scalar energy controls atomic and molecular bonds. And if we can control matter, molecules, atoms, we can either form a molecule or break apart, disassemble a molecule. And that's quite profound to have that grasp, to have that ability with the scalar energy instrument. That's quite profound. That is hugely profound because if you if you sit in chemistry class, which I've yes. sat in quite a few of those, <laughs> they'll tell you there are really only two ways to form or break bonds, and that is to put in the appropriate conditions and energy or to have a structure that allows you to have a lower activation energy, if you will, and that structure would be like an enzyme. <laughs> Yes, yes, to catalyze yes. the process. And yes. they would tell you that those are really the two ways you can do it, and that be it. Yes. And yeah. so this is wonderful. Is you know, there, this... there, there are some people that call, that call this scalar energy cold electricity or cold energy, cold, C-O-L-D. Why? Yeah. It does not experience any release of heat. Okay? It does not have any thermic... Uh, uh, if, if you will, effect. Uh, display effect. Yeah. Thank you. And with that in mind, you have to say, well, then it's not a, th a, th a thermic event. Why? Because you're just rearranging atoms and molecules. And you do that with scalar energy with the electromagnetic spectrum. Well, you, you, you have the release of heat, if you will. So yeah. scalar energy sometimes is called cold, C-O-L-D energy because it's not an electromagnetic event. It's not a release of heat. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing, because that is one of the challenges with certain, um, what do I want to say, formation or elimination of those molecular connections. I mean, yes. the, the ultimate disaster around that is around like nuclear fission and fusion. That's right. why the that stuff gets out of control so quickly and you end up with problems like in Fukushima. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So we are coming up on our first break already. Can you believe it? <laughs> I know time flies. If you're out there listening to us in listener land, we're so glad that you joined us today. And I would invite you to take your pen and take your paper uh, and spend a few minutes around an area in your life that maybe you're not quite as happy about, or maybe you have some concerns or some worries going on. And I would make a little list of those because it may be time for you to send some intention to that list. And uh, hang with us, we'll be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first.
In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I'm still here with Tom Palladino. And we are exploring scalar energy and miracles and all kinds of amazing things like that. And before we went on the break in our earlier discussion, he mentioned that scalar light is also related to or maybe equivalent to zero point energy and if you're familiar with what zero point is this is origin this is source energy Um, and if you've been in the manifestation world for any time at all you may have been introduced to the concept of you know going to zero point to bring what you're looking for into existence in this world which is a wonderful aspiration shall i say because i've been on this path for a while and zero point is not a simple thing to achieve as far as like your conscious connection goes so i love that you've managed to create devices to access zero point yes it it, if i may say so i'm not not boasting because i I took the, my lead from Tesla and Hieronymus, my predecessors, but it's fantastic what I have. I have scalar energy instruments that control the source energy, which is really the mind of God, what some people might call consciousness. You know, we, yeah. Consciousness has always been a concept. Well, guess what? It's real, and I control it. I have a consciousness instrument. I have a zero-point energy instrument. And and this is that all-pervading essence of the universe. It's not a stream of electrons. That's electricity. This is not a current of electricity. No, I've captured, I found my way into the matrix of the universe or the zero-point field or the, the field or the quantum field of the universe. And it is fascinating. Once you find yourself in that dimension, you can do so many things. It's it's a dimension that essentially is unlimited. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just aghast is what I discover on a weekly basis with scalar energy and having scalar energy instruments. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing what will shift when you can tap into that zero point. Um, and the, the thing that I've noticed in, you know, clients and guests and this sort of thing, um, we're human beings and many of us have achieved what I would say really good connection, if you will, alignment with that like zero point energy, but being human, 
it seems like there's always an area in which we can't connect. And that's where I love the opportunity like you have available because the machine doesn't care. It doesn't have that connection limitation like the human mind has. Yeah. So what kind of things have people come to you uh, to bring zero point energy into for them to help them resolve? So before we get into that, I want to make very clear. When I work with people and I work with people and animals, I work with their photograph. Mm. There's no such thing as an in-person session. People will email me their photograph of a person or an animal. And I treat, if you will, the photograph. It's the quantum field on the photograph that I'm treating. Hmm. Because a scalar energy instrument picks up the character of a photograph. It picks up the energy of a photograph. We don't work with people or animals. And many people will come to me and they say, Tom, I think I have a viral infection. Well, I will scan their photograph and I'm able to identify a virus on their photograph and then break apart that virus or disassemble that virus with my instrument. Now, this is what we call the quantum field or, or the matrix in which you're working in an information field. This is all non-physical. There's no physical construct whatsoever. Everything is information. Everything is non-physical. In a which kind of brings us back to like the holographic universe, right? Because it's all contained in each tiny little sub portion of whatever yes. it is. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. the words out of my mouth. Scalar energy is, is holographic. We are now in the holographic realm, in the holographic dimension. That's what the matrix is. That's what zero point energy is. Now, what do, what do I mean by that? Well, let's say uh, one person lives on the West Coast of the United States and another person lives on the East Coast. They're divided by space and time. In a holographic universe, if, if the United States was in a scalar energy force field, the West Coast would be the East Coast, the East Coast would be the West Coast, the two would be one point, and there would be no distance between the East Coast and the West Coast. That's, I know it's a very... Uh, profound thought, and, and you really have to delve into this to yeah. realize in a scalar energy dimension, you transcend time and space. In other words, every point is represents the whole, and the whole represents the point. Absolutely. Well, and I'm a little bit of a physics nerd. And in fact, uh, what came across my my feed the other day, my husband sent it my direction, was time crystals. They've actually managed to create these things called time crystals, which, in which time is stationary and all possibilities exist in perpetual motion inside yes. of these crystals, which is like, woo! And along with that goes that your experience of time is a personal thing. It's yes. not a universal thing. Yes. Well, I, I could tell you're a scalar energy expert because what I've, <laughs> what I've discovered is when I work with crystal, quartz crystal with my instrument, crystal comes alive with scalar energy. The animating force that makes crystal come alive is scalar energy. And within that crystal, you've developed, you've created a scalar energy force field. Now, this is the science behind crystals. Many people say they love crystals and crystals are embodied with energy. 
yes, you can embody a crystal with electricity. But what's even more telling is when you embody a crystal with scalar energy, because scalar energy really makes a crystal come alive. And then that's, that crystal becomes a repository, if you will, or a reservoir of scalar energy. And in so doing, then you're outside of time. Yes. This is why many crystals can be used for what people call dream projection or, or uh, remote feeling or prophecy or clairvoyance. And it's true and it's accurate. There's information in a crystal, scatter energy information. And then that information makes you, if you will, uh, be able to operate outside of time and space. Absolutely. Well, and I've found in my experience working with crystals is they respond to all different kinds of energy, meaning they'll respond to your personal energetics, right? Your aura, the life force that you're putting out as a person. Uh, but that's also why you need to clear your crystals periodically by putting in the sunlight or the moonlight or something like this. You need the scalar energy, as you were talking about, coming in and clearing out your junk your predispositions, your limitations, your programming out of that crystal to get it to work properly again. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly, exactly. So what, what am I saying? Crystals will absorb scalar energy. When you absorb scalar energy, you're absorbing the intelligence of the universe. And, you know, I, the, the, here's one of the points. In the future, instead of having computers that have limited storage, we'll have scalar energy computers in which you'll have a crystal and you can, you can download information into that crystal. And that crystal will represent an infinite store of energy. Isn't that something? Back to the time crystals and their perpetual motion. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And that's another point. I'm glad you mentioned that, perpetual motion. Scalar energy is perpetual motion. Why? Well, the stars are perpetual. If you've ever asked yourself, what is scalar energy? It's sunlight or starlight. And I tell people this all the time. The reason the stars never decay, burn out, die is because they're powered by scalar energy. So our stars are perpetual, scalar energy is perpetual, and anything that absorbs scalar energy is perpetual. And when a crystal absorbs scalar energy, that crystal is a functioning perpetual machine. If you, want, if you ever wanted to develop a perpetual machine instrument, it has to be scalar energy. Electromagnetic energy will never suffice to create a perpetual instrument. Yeah. And kinetic energy, even less. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and if you're out there going, oh, big words, oh, my goodness, kinetic energy is just like physical motion energy. It's like the flywheel on your, your exercise bike. Yeah. So let's see here. Where else do we? Oh, I've had asked a question before this, which was what kind of things have people come to you for? Not, not physically, but through the email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, many people, we've perfected a process in which we can break down, we can identify and break down microbes, germs, microorganisms. So people will come to me that will say, um, Tom, I have the human papillomavirus or I have the herpes virus. Well, they send me their photograph. Again, I just work with photographs only, and I'm able to identify the human papillomavirus or the herpes virus on the photograph, and I'm able to break down the molecular bonds that hold together the human papillomavirus or the herpes virus. All of this is done in the quantum field. This is the new science. This is the new way of looking at reality. 
in which the photograph carries the information of the germ and you can negate that information of the germ. So by way of a photograph, I can eradicate the human papillomavirus. I can eradicate the, the herpes virus. That is profound. And I stand... Hugely profound. (laughs) I go on record by saying that that I've achieved that thousands upon thousands of times. That is one of the the ways that we can work with people to improve their quantum health. Now, keep in mind, everything I do is non-physical. I respect the medical community, but the medical community works with people, live people, organisms, and animals. I never work with people or animals. I work with quantum fields on photographs. Yes, exactly. Well, and I think we're given all these tools for all kinds of different applications. And there are moments in our lives where the the most, what do I want to say, pragmatic thing you can do is to get your body into an emergency room. Right. There are times when that is just the solution that you need to have. But then there are other things in your life that don't respond to those direct physical interventions that everybody says they ought to be responding to. And that's when you need to start looking more broadly and beyond the conventional wisdom. At least that's that's my experience. And so I've found that. If you listen to your highest self, if you listen to those little seeds of your soul, it will bring to you the thing that you need to consider. And I'm not saying step out and believe everything that you hear, not by a long shot, okay? I'm a trained scientist. I believe in testing knowledge, um, which is why I love muscle testing. But there are also moments to just be curious. Don't assume that it'll work. Don't assume that it won't work. Just be curious, which is kind of also the heart of being scientific. Mm -hmm. Be curious. What happens if we? And uh, it's amazing what happens if we. Right, right. You have to be be open. Yeah, yeah. I, I always say this, you know, look at different aspects of life. And yes, you have to weigh everything in the balance, so to speak. Be prudent, but always try something different. You know, yeah. be, be engaging. You know, the, the, those who don't, don't live life are those who, who stay in that rut and, and they're just comfortable in their box. It's okay to get outside of the box. Just if you need to go back to safety, then go back to safety, if you will, to your box at the end of the day. But yeah. try something different. And, and explore life and at least be open, be open to other concepts. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I've, it's really weird in the health world that the insurance companies have gotten us so trained that, well, if insurance doesn't cover it, then I ought not to go there. Yeah. And oh, it just breaks my heart when I hear somebody say that because the answers to many of the things that are plaguing our society right now are not paid for through insurance companies or through a deductible. They're not going to pay for herbs that are supportive of your body. They're not, sometimes, but rarely, they pay for acupuncture or chiropractic, which are sometimes important things to bring into the support of your physical system. 
they don't like to pay for doctors who have a broader view of your system than the just, you know, it's a bunch of organs and circulation and stuff. Um, and the insurance companies have trained us into this cage where it's yes. like, oh, well, if insurance is not paying for it, I'm not going to step over that. The only thing you have to lose <clears throat> is a little bit of money. And you can always get more money. You cannot always get more health. Yeah, it, it, isn't that a shame that our model today, our, our Western model of medicine is really predicated upon this concept of, of this wheel, this, this perpetual wheel, in which the insurance companies protect the pharmaceutical companies, protect the American Medical Association, and, and it, the wheel just spins around according to that universe. Yeah, and, and everything has to be according to that that structure. That that wheel is a is a self imposed wheel upon mankind. And I, what I advocate is another wheel or multiple wheels, <laughs> different ways of looking at health. My method is quantum health. Now that doesn't mean I I want people to close down the hospitals. I I would never say that. Yeah, no, I, want, I mean, if I'm ever in a car accident, I want there to be hospital right sure, there. Yeah. Sure, sure. But I'm simply saying I'm, I'm a trailblazer, and I'm simply saying we have another way. We have yeah. another wheel. We're going to introduce another paradigm. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like doing the experiment is always worthwhile. And so when I say doing the experiment, it's like, Take note of where you're at right now. How do you feel? What's going on in your health? How's your motivation? How are your emotions? What's going on in your financial life, all your family life, all of that. Okay, and create for yourself a little line in the sand, if you will. Here's where I was at before I tried this thing. And then go try the thing for however long is the appropriate trial period for that thing, right? Because there are different um, time periods over which things will act. Yeah. And then at the end of that period, go back and analyze all of those areas again. How am I feeling physically? How, how is my body doing? What's my weight? What are my relationships? All of that. And then look and go, hmm, did something shift? And then, you know, take appropriate action from there. So we are already up on our second break, if you can believe it or not. <laughs> and so if you're out there right now in listener land and you've joined us today, I would invite you into your own personal exper experiment. If there is something that has been bugging you in your life, and if your soul has been bringing a solution in front of you that you could potentially try out, do that. Draw your line in the sand. Analyze exactly where you're at. Go try it. Try it with an open mind, an open heart, and curiosity. And then when your period is done, do your line in the sand again and see if it has made a difference. If it has, fabulous. You're on to something. If it has not, thank it, release it, and move to the next thing. So, Hang with us. We'll be right back from the break and we'll learn more about miracles. Change starts here. 
Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sofia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksofia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm here talking with Tom Palladino. And I... It occurred to me over the break that I may wish to apologize a tiny bit to my listeners. I'm usually really good about having terms and this sort of thing defined, but I've been I've been nerding out <laughs> because it's not often I get to nerd out with a guest. So uh, thank you for your, your patience with me, and I'll try to be better about making sure we define our words. <laughs> so, uh, Tom... Before we went on break, I had invited the listeners into a little experiment. Um, If they were feeling led to uh, try something new or different about an area in their life that had been causing them some trouble or distress or that was not moving the way that they wanted it to move. And I know we've been talking about health here. Mm -hmm. Uh, What all is scalar light useful for moving? Uh, That's a great point. The chakras, the brain waves. My instrument is so strong that when I place a person's photograph inside my instrument, it will balance their seven chakras. I, I firmly believe that because many people say they have a sense of tranquility, perhaps tranquility and peace that they haven't had for years. Now, what is the animating force? My instrument, scalar energy. And how did I direct that energy on their photograph? And why does it work? Because the photograph carries... The photograph has embodied upon it your seven chakras. So a scalar energy instrument will balance your seven scalar energy chakra points. Now that's very important for people for mental health, for emotional health, which is just as important as physical health. Um, So a scalar energy instrument has been shown to balance the seven chakras and balance the brain waves. Many people have even gone as far to say that this has lifted their phobias. People had a, would have a fear of, of crowds or, or 
uh, or uh, fear of uh, water or fear of of driving. And this is well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that goes all right back into like epigenetics and the history that you bring with you into this world, yeah. because a lot of people feel like they're losing their minds because oh well they're scared of spiders or swimming pools or whatever it is uh, but they've never had an adverse experience with that in this life therefore I must be nuts well no you brought it with you from previous experiences that you've had and you literally tell your DNA what you want to express and when you need to be notified that's, that there's a problem and you do it from this energetic divine level and so it makes sense that when you send scalar light into it that it can actually turn that stuff off yes yes yeah i've often as a kid i said to myself those chakras must be incredible i'd like to learn more about it i never thought i'd have the opportunity to balance the seven chakras i do and it, it makes so much sense to me now the chakras have to be composed of scalar energy. They're not composed of electricity. And this, frankly, a, a surge of electromagnetic energy can unbalance, can cause the, uh, a, 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 if you will, a perturbation in our seven chakras. Absolutely. So this, is, this to me is very, very promising. If we can balance the seven chakras by way of scalar energy instruments, we can address schizophrenia. We can address bipolar disorder. We can address phobias, addictions. Some people have gone on the program and they've said that they gave up marijuana. That scalar energy curbed would serve to uh, diminish their desire for alcohol. Now, all of that to me is just fascinating. And how did I do it? I did not do it. The scalar energy instrument, this divine energy would reverse their addiction to alcohol or drugs or computers. Incredible. Now, I have a question for you, right? Because some things respond to like a solo intervention and other things seem to require, what do I want to say, sustained application of energy, if you right. will. What, what do you notice around that with the scalar energy? I, I, I see both outcomes. Some people will simply go on our 15-day trial, and after 15 days, they tell me that they, they've given up recreational drugs or that they're able to sleep, a very deep and meaningful sleep. Remember, if we can balance the chakras, we can balance the brain waves, you're probably going to start sleeping a lot better. Uh, I myself, last night I slept six hours without interruption. And, and I just, I slept like a baby. And um, it, it's wonderful. And I, 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 I want to I call you on that because babies don't sleep for six hours. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you slept I, far better than a baby. <laughs> okay, fair enough. My, my fault. My fault. But, you know, I'm 61 years of age and, and usually I... I, I'll get up two or three times in the night, but I had a strong scalar energy session the other night, uh, the other day, I should say. And I to sleep six and a half hours without interruption and have vivid dreams, which I did. And then when I, when I, um, once, once I awaken, I'm fully refreshed. You know, I know I had a deep, meaningful sleep. I, I had a restive sleep. I did not have a, a interrupted sleep. So what does that mean? Scalar energy is going to uh, correct many sleep 
uh, dysfunction, many sleep patterns that need to be corrected. How do we correct uh, a dysfunctional sleep pattern? By balancing the chakras, by balancing the brain waves. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is beautiful. Uh, do people come to you with other kinds of problems? Like I'm having trouble in my career, I can't get promoted, my money is not continuing to flow the way I want it to? Or is it pretty much around more of the, the physical health stuff? Some people do approach this that way. And I tell them, look, I cannot guarantee anything because I'm not in charge of a scalar energy. But I will say that scalar energy will will, if you will, download or present itself to you and give you greater clarity of, of, of mind and, and to give you a, 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 the ability to decide between right and wrong. So it's not that I can affect the outcome. It's that scalar energy can change your thinking or change your attitude. And by changing your thinking and changing your attitude, then that in turn will change your career, change your your relationship with people. Yeah, shift your ability to right. make choices and right. to react yeah. in, right. what do I want to say, a more supportive way or a yes. more forwarding way. Yeah. Yes. So I always concentrate to be on the cause, which is the energy. I don't co concentrate on the outcome because the outcome is there's so many variables that, that are dependent upon the outcome. But I can guarantee you this is the first cause. Scalar energy is a cause of phenomenon. And if we appropriately address scalar energy and download it uh, to a person or to an animal, we can change their disposition. I, people have even said that their pets are much more uh, spirited, that their pets are much more playful, and um, that they see a change in disposition for dogs, cats, horses. Well, that's, that's great. And that's true. And that's accurate. So th this cuts across... Uh, all species, frankly. Yeah, well, and I, I like the way that you discuss the outcome, right? Because whether an outcome is good, quote unquote, or bad, is really a subjective experience. Right. right. Um, and so it's kind of nice to release the, the categorization and just observe what it is. Mm -hmm. before jumping to some kind of a conclusion. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I find a lot of times, like, the answer to prayer looks pretty bad when it initially arrives. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only after we've sat with it for a while and the dust had settled that we go, oh, well, look at that. <laughs> yes. yeah. This is actually bringing me something I asked for. So. You're right. And, and uh, let, let me say this also. Prayer, as far as I'm concerned, is a, a function of scalar energy. So what is yeah. prayer? It's scalar energy, scalar light in motion. I've always wondered, you know, why, why did Jesus tell his disciples to pray so much? It's a broadcast of scalar energy. You don't need an instrument. I have the instrument, but people have mm -hmm. something much greater than my instrument. I really want to inculcate this thought. Pray. Think positive thoughts, be of good cheer, be a positive person. Because when you do that, you're broadcasting a scalar energy informational field. And ultimately, many times, the way you think, the way you pray is what you inherit. Remember, this is cause and effect. So I cannot change the outcome, but I can change your attitude some way with scalar energy. And mark my word. 
be positive in life as best you can. Try and make meaningful progress every life. Avoid people who bring you down. Some people bring me down. I avoid them. I can guarantee yeah. that. Because I stay in a positive and a holy atmosphere. And I can do so much in so doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I find that as you move through your, what I want to say, maturity in your prayer life, uh, when you start to shift away from the, this is the specific outcome that I'm looking for right here, and shift more into, I want it to feel like this. I want the experience to be something that's more like this, rather than I you know, I want Joe Blow to fall in love with me and that we live happily ever after. Well, Joe Blow might not be right for you. There might be someone who's absolutely amazing, who's never even entered your awareness yet. So save room for the amazing upswing on that side of miracles. We're down to our last few minutes of the show already, Tom. Would you like to share with the listeners what gift you've brought forward for them? Sure. Uh, I want people to jump in the pool, so to speak. And I know this is new. This is different. So if you're inclined, visit our website. Anybody in the world is entitled to 15 days of free sessions in which we will balance your chakras and we will eradicate the microbes. So the website is scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. On the homepage, you'll see the offer, 15 days of free sessions for anybody in the world. Include your pets. Keep in mind, the only thing you have to do is email us your photograph. We do the rest. This is quantum healing. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, And if you didn't have your pen ready, you can always go to SovereignSelf.media. He will be up at the top of guests because he's our most current guests. And you can uh, connect with him and find his website there at SovereignSelf.media, as usual. So we've got just like 30 seconds. What would be your final words of wisdom before we say goodbye? Everybody has a mind and a heart. And your mind and your heart are composed of scalar energy. They broadcast scalar energy. Think well. Uh, and, and I want you to project yourself well, have good emotions, and you will create your scalar energy environment that will suit you in the world. So be positive. I love that. Thank you so much, Tom. I really enjoyed our conversation today. And to everyone who joined us out there, thank you for joining us as well. I do this show for you, and I want to make sure I'm of service to you. So take a moment, go to ask send an email to askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. Let me know how you're enjoying the show. Are there any topics you'd like to see covered? Um, Any guests you'd like to see me have on? And we will make sure that we are serving you as best possible. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here.